Welcome to the podcast for Zion Stone United Church of Christ, located in the Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania. I'm Pastor Mike Landsman, and these podcasts are taken from my weekly Sunday morning sermons. We pray that they will bless you, and we would love for you to come visit us and make our church home, hopefully, become your church home. Here's what we have for today. So last night during the Wednesday Lenten Vesper service, I forgot to press record <laughs> for the sermon, so I'm going to just represent it now. So we read from Second Chronicles 20, verses 1 to 22, and this was the story of Jehoshaphat uh, and the enemies of Israel coming against them, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit now. In the story here, we see a massive horde coming to attack the kingdom of Judah. We have to remember at this time, Israel has been split up into Israel and Judah because of the sin of Solomon and Solomon's sons, and it was split. Generally speaking, the kings of this era were idolatrous, so it's, it's interesting to see here that in this time where idolatry was rampant, we actually have a king turning to Yahweh. And Jehoshaphat, he does that. He turns to the Lord. And he prays in a way that might seem odd to us. In his prayer, it looks like he's giving God kind of a history lesson of Israel. He breaks it down like this. He says, you are God and you rule over heaven and earth. You are powerful. None can stand against you. So he acknowledges that Yahweh is the God of all gods, that there is no one like him, that he is powerful, that there is nothing on this earth or in heaven that can stand against Yahweh. And then he says, you drove out the inhabitants of the land, which, by the way, remember, you promised this land to Abraham and his descendants. And then he says, if something happens to us, we're still going to cry out, and we know that you will still hear and save. And we ask ourselves, well, how can he know that God will hear and save? And we know, he knows, that God will hear and save because God has done so in the past, right? This evening, when we read the Psalms, we went through kind of a mini history, like an executive summary of the history of Israel, about how God delivered them from slavery, the plagues on the Egyptians, and how he brought them into the promised land, right? That's, there's a reason why, right? They keep going over these historical events. And then he says in his prayer, you didn't let these nations conquer us before, but now they're back, and they're trying to get rid of us. They're trying to kick us out of what you gave us. And then he says something in verse 12. He says, we are powerless. We are powerless. He says, we do not know what to do, but we look to you. And God responds. The spirit of the Lord falls upon one of the Levites, and he prophesies. He delivers a word from the Lord. And what does the Lord say first? The Lord says first, through the prophet, fear not. God will fight for you. I, I, have to, I probably have to double check this, but I've heard it said that fear not is one of the commands that appears the most in all of the Bible. And we've actually heard that repeated through a lot of our readings as well in the lectionary. 
But the first thing that God says is, fear not, do not be afraid. You're not even going to have to do anything at all. Then he says, stand firm and see the Lord's salvation. It's interesting, stand firm. We talked about, actually talked about that on Sunday, standing firm. Now he says here, stand firm and see the Lord's salvation. If you were one of these people in Judah, you would most likely know exactly what this sounds like. And if you're, you're close readers of Exodus, you may know it too. This is when Moses, this is what Moses says when the Egyptians are chasing after the children of Israel. The Red Sea's on the one side, the Egyptians are on the other side. Moses said to the people in Exodus 14, 13, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. Fear not, stand firm, and see the Lord's salvation. Right? Interesting parallels here. And they would have instantly understood that. They would have instantly, I think, made those connections between the enemies that are coming to displace them and the enemies that they faced all those years ago. And after hearing this, Jehoshaphat and the people, they all respond by falling over on their faces. And then they all stand up and they worship the Lord. And they obey. They follow what the Lord says. They go out like the Lord said. And Jehoshaphat says something well, I, always, I always picture Jehoshaphat. The text actually doesn't say he was a, a really fat man in this story. It doesn't say anything about him, but maybe because of his name. I don't know. For some reason, I always, I always imagine Jehoshaphat to be fat. Right? So I have like this weird image of him, fat with the armor of the time period, not fitting him well on a horse that's like struggling to bear his weight. As he's marching through his ranks, you know, his face is painted blue, trying to, to rile them up. He says, hear me, Judah. And inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. We get this call to believe twice here from Jehoshaphat as they go out to meet the enemy. Remember what the Lord had said. You're not going to have to do anything. Stand and watch what I'm going to do. And the people don't fight because what happens is God causes the coming army to be routed before a battle with the kingdom of Judah even happens, right? This army, they wind up destroying one another. Now, there's a few things we can take away from this. We could use this lesson to highlight how we should respond to the battles we face as the people of God. And remember, on Sunday, I talked about how St. Paul says to the church at Philippi, listen, these people, they glory in their shame. Their God is their belly. They are enemies of the cross. And we talked about how enemies are people who are in active opposition, right? So there will be people who are actively opposed to the work we do as Christians and will bring difficulty to our lives as we seek to follow Christ faithfully. But I don't want to just talk about that. I want to focus on something else here. In the story, I like to see the armies coming up to assail Judah as the enemies of sin and of death. Right? When faced with sin and death, what else can we do but cry out to the Lord? 
when we are confronted with sin and death, the only thing that we can do is we can cry out to God and say, we are powerless. There is no strength of our own that we can muster to deliver ourselves from our ancient enemies. And like Jehoshaphat, we realize we are powerless. Fortunately, God hears our cries. And God says, fear not, I will fight for you. And God does. Our Lord Jesus Christ, through his suffering and his death and resurrection, he defeats the enemies of sin and death, winning the battle against them that we cannot win. And like Jehoshaphat says to the people, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. We too believe in the Lord our God. Remember on Sunday we heard that passage from the Abraham story in the book of Genesis. And Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Abraham believed God. He heard the word of the Lord and he believed. He heard the word of the Lord and he obeyed. He heard the word of the Lord and he believed that God would do what he said he would do. Just like Jehoshaphat tells the children of Israel here, reinforcing what the prophet had said. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets and you will succeed. We experience, we walk in that victory over sin and death that Christ has won for us. So this Lent, hear the word of the Lord. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and take comfort in the fact that he has defeated sin and death, that we are powerless, but he is powerful. He has triumphed over them. For this purpose was the Son of God made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. And Scripture says that he put them to open shame. So this Lent, hear again the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, that because Christ Jesus has conquered sin and death and has made us righteous and has saved us, we are then empowered through his victory to resist and to overcome the sins that assail us, those sins that make war against our souls. And so to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be all glory together with the Father who is from everlasting and his all-holy good and life-giving spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast for Zion Stone United Church of Christ. If these sermons have been a blessing to you, I ask that you take a few minutes and help us if you could. We've recently begun fundraising efforts for some repairs that our building really, really needs. If you could, go to our Facebook page, Zion Stone United Church of Christ, or our website, zionstoneucc.com. You'll see a link to a fundraising page we've set up at GoFundMe, which I'll include in the description of this episode and all episodes moving forward. GoFundMe.com slash SaveZionStoneUCC. If you could help us out, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, please keep us in prayer as we go through this fundraising process. You can also, please, if you have some time, rate us on iTunes, and you can also find this podcast on Spotify as well. Thank you so much for listening, and God bless you.